Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, May 19th. Equities are getting hit relatively hard, both in Europe and the U.S. So S&P futures are off about 26 points. That is about 60 basis points. NASDAQ futures are down 140 points. That is a little bit more than 1%. The Dow futures are doing a bit better off 158 points. That is about 50 basis points. So underperformance this morning in growth stocks in the US, the major European indices are trading off about 1.1% overall. You are seeing heavy selling in both basic resources and technology. So not necessarily a huge growth versus cyclical discrepancy in Europe this morning. Um, No major subgroups in Europe are rallying, although the banks are actually mildly outperforming uh, down just about 30 to 40 basis points. Asia was a bit more mixed. Um, Losses not nearly as heavy as you're seeing in the US um, and Europe this morning. um, Hong Kong and uh, Korea were both closed. So obviously a very somber mood this morning in terms of the morning price action. Um, you know, very difficult to kind of sit back and point to a specific reason. A lot of the wires are quoting some, you know, some of the vague concerns that have been roiling markets now for a while, quote unquote inflation, et cetera, but really not any one single headline out to um, explain the selling today. You know, a couple of things to note. UK CPI for April was out this morning. The numbers were very right in line with expectations for both headline and core. But you are seeing a sizable acceleration versus what the numbers were in March. So, you know, again, I don't, I don't really it didn't strike me as being terribly incremental. But you know, you can make the case that in, this is the latest example of inflation accelerating. The ECB published its financial stability report. So remember, the Fed published a similar document um, a couple of weeks ago, earlier in May. Um, this ECB report echoes some of the Fed concerns about market, um, you know, market froth valuations, et cetera. They do use the Greenspanian word exuberance in that report this morning. The ECB did, um, you know. So again, this is the latest example of central banks acknowledging that there certainly is some excess in markets. Um, you know, you could read that, um, read into that that central banks are obviously, you know, looking at possibly dialing back their accommodation to markets if and when economic conditions would justify such a move. You know, you are coming up on two big central bank meetings in June: ECB on the 10th, the Fed on the 16th. Um, and there's obviously a lot of anticipation speculation that, um, you know, if they do not announce a formal tapering, then they certainly will hint that one is on the way. So that is certainly, um, you know, weighing on markets a bit today. The slump in Bitcoin, so it's off another 6% today. Um, it's flirting. It's it's right around 40,000. It, it broke below 40,000 earlier. Um, you know, I think that just represents, um, you know, evidence of speculation, excess seeping out of the market. Obviously, that has a lot of implications what's happening in technology. This has been a trend now ongoing for pretty much year to date. So obviously, Bitcoin has not necessarily um, performed as poorly year to date as some of uh, the technology stocks have. But you have seen a, a shift away from um, you know these kind of quote unquote growth assets. So I don't necessarily think what you're seeing this morning is is terribly different from, again, the year to date trend. And for the, for the S&P in general, the S&P really has been 
moving in place now, running in place for a little bit more than a month. So, you know, just taking a step back and, and we have kind of some of these sharp moves on a day-to-day basis, um, the index is just very much moving in a straight line. And I think it will continue to do that until some of these big macro questions are answered, specifically Fed and ECB tapering, um, the fate of U.S. fiscal stimulus, and then obviously tied into all three of those things is just kind of resolving this inflation conundrum, um, You know whether or not the numbers that we're seeing are transitory or if they're going to prove to be more permanent. So those are all the big macro trends for this morning. Like I said, it's very difficult to kind of point to any one single item and, 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 and suggest that it's causing the weakness. That ECB financial stability report, um, you know, certainly is one factor that that is weighing on sentiment, but that was out at around um, 4 a.m. And so stocks were very much already for sale before that hit. So hard to necessarily cite that. Um, no real kind of major company specific news to point to this morning. You had a couple of earnings reports at the U.S. last night. None of them are terribly important. Um, you know, you did have, I think, going back to Tuesday morning, a couple of important drivers that are probably still reverberating through markets. So you had blowout earnings from Home Depot, Macy's, Walmart. All were great in the quarter. The outlooks for most are relatively sanguine. Um, and the stock price reaction was relatively tepid. So Walmart was able to eke out a gain yesterday, but Macy's and Home Depot both traded poorly. So that's the latest example if you go back to the March and quarter uh, reports throughout April of a blowout earnings report from all of corporate America and the stock market relatively, you know, shrugging at those numbers. So that type of price action doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. And then, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to read too much into the housing data that you saw yesterday morning, but it is an example of possibly the spike in certain, um, commodities, specifically in the case of housing lumber, starting to weigh in economic activity. So that was definitely part of the narrative overnight that you're seeing um, you know, construction in the US starting to, to soften because developers um, aren't able to earn the same types of returns as before, given input costs are surging to such an extent. Um, again, it's one economic data point. I don't want to read too much into it, but I think those two factors from Tuesday morning are still kind of um, impacting markets to an extent. For the Wednesday calendar specifically, um, analog devices, Lowe's target earnings this morning, all will be very important. Um, Lowe's target, obviously, just to get a sense of how retailers are going to trade. If the numbers are blowout again and the space fades, obviously, that will be a very bad signal. ADI will be the first kind of look at technology for the April end companies. So again, going back to the calendar Q1 reports. Semis had very strong report numbers pretty much across the board. The stocks traded very poorly. So it'll be interesting to see if ADI is able to reverse that trend at all or if it simply accelerates it. Um, Cisco comes after the close for earnings. You have the Fed minutes at two o'clock. So obviously the Fed has been very adamant in public about how they are, again, not even thinking about thinking about tapering. It will be interesting to see if um, you know the conversation is a bit more nuanced behind the scenes. I, I continue to think that you're going to see the Fed buy less than $120 billion a month by November or December of this year. It's just a question of when they start to kind of consistently communicate that. Really, so far, you've only had Dallas Fed President Kaplan um, start to kind of break ranks and, and talk about how we should be having a tapering conversation right now where the rest of the Fed, at least publicly, um, is all on the same page. So the minutes today, two o'clock, will certainly create at least a, a little bit of volatility. Um, with some of the background discussions. And then Squarespace, its direct listing, um, it will start trading today. So that's uh, SQSP for the ticker on that one. Um, and that is everything for today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening.